Okay, this pandemic thing is getting out of control. The hysteria, the blaming. I don't even need to get into the details. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I wanted to share something with you that was shared with me by a good friend of mine. The advice was, instead of focusing all on all these details that really none of us have any real answers for. And instead of stressing out about the world order and some of the people who are positioning themselves to become powerful. The advice that was given to me is what I'm going to share with you today. And it was nothing really more complicated than this. But It was said that in light of everything, I am going to be chopping wood and carrying water. And I'm not going to get into the rest of all of that. I'm just going to keep my head down, keep working, take care of my family, have faith that this thing is going to sort itself out, whether it's for good or for bad. And you know what, you guys? If this thing goes down and everybody loses everything, we're going to be fine. There's plenty of people still around who can build fires and hunt and keep people alive and build log cabins. We'll just return to the way that things used to be where everybody needs to find a way to live off the land. So I hope that encourages you. Go chop wood, go carry water, just keep your head down, keep your mouth shut, take care of your family, and stay the course. Welcome to the Voice of the Pharaoh podcast. I am your host, Ben Hannon. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, so welcome everybody to the Voice of the Pharaoh podcast, and I am here live on location, which is my favorite thing to do, and in the flesh, and we got Theo, what's your last name? Sweeting. Sweeting? <clears throat> we got Sweeting. Theo Sweeting. My full name's Theodore. Theodore yeah, Sweeting. So oh, that's not dirty, man. That's a cool name. Okay, so we got Theodore Sweetie here, and where are you from, man? Are I you, grew up in Portland, but I spent my summers in California. Okay, so you're a Portland, you were born in Portland, Oregon. So Cal guy. Yeah, okay. A little bit of both. Okay, and what part of Southern California? So I ended up just going to Gordon, California. Or oh. to my grandma's in Burbank. Oh, in Burbank. Okay, okay. So you go down there in the summertime and then come back to Oregon. You yeah, go to school. Okay. Sports. And you didn't grow up with both parents? Oh, early on, they broke up. Okay, like when you were how old? I was seven. Wow. Okay. Seven years old, and you got a sister. One older sister. One older sister. And one younger brother. Okay. Okay. And one older brother, Delon. 
No kidding. So yeah, four yeah. kids. He, total. Oh, yeah, it was four all together. Wow. But my older brother Delon is only a half brother. Okay. Okay. And he's like in and out of my life. I don't see him very much. Okay. And does he live up in Portland? <clears throat> no, right now he's in Sacramento. Oh, is he gang banging down there, or what's he doing? Oh no. 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 <laughs> this thing was growing weed. Oh, he grew pot. As long as I can remember. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, he's six years older than me. Okay, so he was on the pot growing uh, train before all this caught up to it. Okay. He was smoking weed at first. <laughs> then it yeah. was like he was in cahoots with people who okay. grew weed. And then he rented three houses in southeast Portland. And underneath all of them, he had a massive grow operation. No kidding. And this, this is, is back illegal. before the stuff was legal, right? Before it was legal, he always thought he was going to get his medical license. He never actually, okay. I don't think he ever actually did. Right, okay. Yeah. But so he's probably growing for the state of Oregon now, right? No, you know, he's in California, so I know he's still growing. So yeah, he's, he's growing, growing in California. California. That is his livelihood. Okay. He is the expert. He is the whiz. He's the genius. Okay. And, like, growing things out. Really? Yeah. Okay. He even grew mushrooms. No kidding. Uh, psychopathic, hallucinogenic. Really? Mushrooms. So the guy was a botanist just from the word go. He was a ghetto botanist. Okay. <laughs> ghetto botanist. I ghetto like that. Botanist. That sounds like a rap song, man. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Perfect, that's a perfect job title for me. Okay. Okay. A ghetto botanist. Yeah, but it all really started, I think, he gave up on basketball and had a back injury. I forget what community college it was. It was so long ago. He played like half a season. He really? He used to be really good at basketball. Okay. He's a little chubby. Yeah. He's my height. Okay. But but he's darker. Okay. His dad was black. My dad's white. Oh, uh, okay. My mom is black. So you had a black mom and a white dad. And a white dad. Okay. And his parents both black. Yeah. Okay. I really uh, got to know much about his dad, too, mm-hmm. but he never really been around. Yeah. Just took yeah. off. Yeah, so many freaking absentee fathers. I know, man. I they know. They all look bad. Just they do. Hard for You're right. Fathers who want to be in their children. It's father. true. Yeah, yeah, it is true. Okay, so then I won't get too much in that, but let's fast forward. So speaking of, you're a great father, by the way. Oh, thank wow. you. Yeah, you thank are. You. How did you? Tell me that story. I mean, you got hooked up with a stripper, you know, like, I've been there, so I'm not judging, okay? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just curious. So I was playing a Okay. There's a country song about this. That's right. That's right. A country song. Yeah. It's by Tim McGraw. Oh, is it really? It's called Red Rag Top. No kidding. Oh, well, I, oh, I know that song. Red, yeah, little but, Red Rag Top. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but uh, when I think of her, I think of that song. <laughs> okay. So, I was 20, she was 18, she lived in Portland, okay. we had mutual friends, I didn't know she was a dancer, right. but I met her through my friend Jeff. Yeah, you just yeah. thought she was pretty. And... I thought she was pretty, I had yeah. her on Facebook, Facebook Messenger, she was cool. At the time, about a month in, you find out what she actually does for work, she lied to me, said she worked at the subway. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I thought she was so hot though. Really? Oh, and you were just starstruck. Probably. Oh, Chick ever, <laughs> ever even paid attention to me, right. starstruck. You right. said it perfectly. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. Right. Into me. Right. Into, into me. you. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, I wasn't the most handsome. I right. had basically like failed out of Western Oregon playing football. I didn't get any kind of scholarship. So okay. I just dropped it all. I dropped everything. Really? Without as athletic players. as you are. No kidding. I, I didn't make it. You're a beast, summer. dude. I can't even imagine playing football with oh, you. It's you just kill people. It's a confidence thing, I think, sports. And even though, however hard I worked, there was these guys who were older than me 
who were trying to get into the, onto the team. Oh. Just blew me out of the water. Really? The confidence. I don't think I had the confidence. Okay. I had the speed. Yep. I always had the speed. Okay. I started getting the strength. Okay. Got the <clears throat> skill set of source. I played football for like six years up to that point. I just didn't have the confidence. Really? Sucks. So I wish I did. Okay. I could actually have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, it happens. So then yeah. you're 18 years old, and you see this woman. In oh, your... I was 20. She was 18. Oh, I'm sorry. You were oh, 20. Yeah. She was 18. Okay. She was dancing at the Golden Dragon. Wow. She was from Portland. I know the Golden Dragon. It's okay. an 18 and over strip club. Is it? Only one. Oh, really? In Portland. Okay, I've never been there. for yeah. anyone who turns 18. Oh, uh, okay. Like the best thing is doing 18. <laughs> right, right. You get to go see naked, half-naked women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was in my uh, second year in the army at that point. Okay. I've gotten back from all the training like three months before. Okay, so you're pretty engulfed in the culture because yeah. army like oh they gosh. love strip clubs, right? The, uh, in the military, yeah, so everybody the, goes to strip club. Yeah. Up yeah. at Tacoma, Federal Way, where yeah. I'm stationed, JBLM. Yeah. Been there. So mm, yes, strip clubs is a thing up there. Yes, it is, yeah. and that's a. I want to touch on that because that is a. It, so you're talking about Federal Way. That is a. That's a naval port, if I'm not as well. Yes. If I'm not wrong, the heck of that's a like a big, 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 big it, entrance for uh, American soldiers, right? Oh, uh, San Diego is a big one for the Navy, but they do have ports, of course, all along okay. uh, the coast. The coast, and okay. SeaTac area. There's okay. a naval uh, reserve base there. Really? And then there's the, of course. Uh, McCord Air Force Base and Fort Lewis. Oh yeah, which okay. is where I spent some time. So you did. You were in yeah. Fort Lewis. No kidding. Two years. Yeah. No kidding. What did you do up there? So I started off as a combat engineer. Okay. And if you're not higher ranked, you're basically a window licker. You don't get to do any of the really really cool stuff. You're watching and learning. And calculations. It's a lot of mathematics. It wasn't as much cool stuff you'd see on the movies like Big Explosions. Okay. Practicing your mathematics and checking your mathematics, and every once in a while actually getting to see something blow up. Every really? Once in a while. There was more practice, like 90% practice, 10% actually doing it. Okay. Which is lame when you're like 19, 20 years old. Yeah. You signed up to blow things up. I'm going to go get rid of bombs on the yeah. road in Iraq and Afghanistan. And we weren't doing that. We were breaking indoors. Really? Yeah, breach drills. Okay. So it wasn't exactly what I thought it was. Okay. And recruiters will talk you into anything okay. in the military. They'll make They're it sound. They'll get you in. They'll make it sound like something completely different from what it actually was. Okay. Like, I okay. thought I was going to be getting bombs out of the road. Okay. And breaching doors. Okay. And, you know, okay. Was so let's get there. I don't want to get there quite yet because that's so interesting it's to me. But let's so go back. So you're you're 20 years old. You see this woman and you're like, oh my gosh, this is like my dream. And then what happens? Where 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 did go? So she's working at Subway, right? She's working at Subway. <laughs> yeah. Well, a month later, the truth comes out. Like, right. I was only there on the weekends because I worked up in Tacoma. Right. And she's like, well, well I gotta tell you something. I'm actually a dancer. Well, she told me to come over to work. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, her work was a strip club. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's where she broke it to me. She Were you just me. like, what? No, but she danced for me, though. Oh. Other experience. So she tried to smooth it over then. Yeah. Okay. The girl I had been dating for the last month, like, two okay. weeks had it gotten very serious. Like, okay. It was very, like, oh, this relationship might go somewhere. Right. And she tells me to come to where she just gives me that dress. Okay. And I didn't know where it right. was going. So you show up. Okay, you do. You got to tell me this. I mean, what were you thinking? You Would you? Okay. 
Oh, I was I'm never I was never super jealous, but right. I thought it was so cool okay. at first when you're in your twenties. So it was an but, ego boost for your buddies because they're like, "Damn, man, you're dating a stripper." And right? That's how I was seeing it. Like I wasn't seeing it so much for myself. I was seeing like, "Oh, well, how are other people gonna see it?" Which is the wrong way to go about it. Like, like I said, people think. No judgment, man. No judgment. I'm just curious because I just want to hear your story. So you. You're there and you're like, okay, this is weird, but my buddies kind of think I'm a badass because I got a stripper girlfriend. Yes. So this yeah, might actually work out for me. Yes. Okay. Otherwise, she's fucking hot. That's yeah, funny. exactly. No, that's okay. So then what happened? Okay. So we go steady. Everything's pretty good. Pretty okay. Chill. We go see each other on the weekend. Yeah. And eventually, like a year later, she moves up to Tacoma. No kidding. And she starts dancing in the Tacoma area. Okay. And, uh, Starts not getting as cool because okay. people are noticing her at the club and then seeing her with me at events and when she comes oh, okay. to my work or comes to the gym with me on days. Right. Or, yeah. So then they're like, hey, what's going on with that? Yeah, because the military is such a like, old school culture. Like, okay. It's just a lot of good people in the yep. military. There are. A lot of them are into strip, strip clubs or drugs. Right. And that's the lifestyle she had. She had cocaine problems. Okay. But number one was marijuana. Really? Okay. She smoked. <clears throat> she smoked most of her money away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That and clothes. Oh, really? Clothes that she would wear once and everybody knew. Oh, no kidding. She made good money. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They she make a lot of money. She made good money. Yeah. And she started working the weekends when she moved up there. And that's Interesting. And she were better. Okay. She working the weekends. Okay. And you guys never eloped. You just got to a place where you were like, okay, this is probably not going to be a great situation. Or I mean, where did it go from there? I was always deployed. Uh, I did two super long deployments. Okay, talk about that. What was the first one? First one was hot and miserable. It was hard. I was not well trained enough. I wish I'd paid better attention. Really? Where did you go? There was mistakes. Huh? Where did you go? I was on the border of Syria. The border of Syria. Syria, Iraq and Syria. You're talking about the country Syria between and there and Iraq. Syria. It's a wow. total. What year was this? Old, old West. This is 2012, 2013. Wow. So wow. right after. Um, so at that time, it was insurgencies in Iraq. Right. And emerging insurgencies on eastern. Uh, I should say east, eastern Syria. Okay. I didn't go much further into Syria. Wow. I spent my time along the border there. Okay. So, run me through this, man. So, they tell you that you guys get orders. So, you're up at old Fort Lewis, you know, hanging oh, out with no, your stripper girlfriend. From there to Fort Bliss, Fort Blissful. Okay. In Paso, Texas, which oh, is a big armor. Uh, in Texas? Yeah, in Texas oh, was a different experience. How do we get... Okay, hold on. We got to back up. Oh, oh How do we go from Washington to Texas? Oh, Where, well, when did that happen? It's a little messier. <laughs> but, really? Okay. Yeah, of course she was right along with me. She was on base with me. Okay. And there wasn't much work in El Paso, not a lot of Oh, she went with you to Texas? She Man, this woman was trying to make it work. Yeah, I would definitely give her credit about that. Okay. Absolutely. She was She was just me. really drunk. And she was, yeah, she was um, basically dedicated herself to me. And I remember the second deployment, this is a cool story. Before I deployed, she got my name tattooed on her uh, Really? Yeah. Your own, your name? My name's Theodore. <laughs> like, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, because... Um, okay, so she was, loved you. Yeah. At one time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Four okay. time, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so you go to Texas, mm-hmm. and then what happens from there? You get oh, deployed. Well, my uh, deployment, of course, yeah, got that done and over with, and came home, 
he do all your paperwork and all that. Okay. And I started having problems. How long were you gone the first time? This first time was nine months. Nine months, and she was okay. You yeah, guys stayed true, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, she and was then you got to, home. She was going to beauty school. Okay. Lasted six months, and then she dropped out. Okay. But she wasn't stripping at the time. I want to take a minute before we get into the next chapter for you because I want to take a minute and explain. I really want people that that listen to this, I want people to understand. Would you talk a little bit about that woman and her upbringing and maybe oh, part, of the, part of the story as to why she is a stripper to begin with? Because oh, so. people are so quick to just be like, oh, that whore, you know. Well, there's a lot more to the story, right? Yeah, her life was all kinds of effed up. Okay. Her mom was addicted to meth. Okay. And brought money in by prostituting slash. So her mom was a crack. Well, we would, would, we would call, call a crack, crack whore. A crack whore. It's the <clears throat> rated R version of saying what her mom was. Okay. And of course, they move all the time. Boyfriend to boyfriend, new living situation right. all the time. Her so half brother Justin. Say that again. Her uh, half brother Justin. Okay. Yeah. So Brittany and Justin, the mom was into pop music. Justin Timberlake. No, you're yeah, kidding stupid, me. Stupid names, but <laughs> really? Oh well, I should say stupid names. Just but for her, that's all she could come up with. Okay. Yeah. So um, where is this taking place? We're talking about really? downtown they Portland. The, they stayed in the Portland area, but southeast Portland, which is a little more cultural. Yeah. Towards Milwaukee, which yep. is a little more. Okay. You know. So this woman is born into a family with uh, no dad. Yeah. She's got a half brother. <laughs> And her mom is having uh, physical relationships for money and then using that money to do meth. And she's yeah. trying to raise kids doing this, right? Um, really, well, I wouldn't call it raising kids. Okay. It sounds like they just got left with her grandpa. Like, okay. And the mom was never put together. I remember meeting her one time. She was scared to meet me because I guess really? I probably reminded her of him or something. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, okay. So she was a part of the pimp culture. The, the I mom. think, yeah, absolutely yeah. she was. Yeah. She was so out of this, so paranoid. Like, drugs will F you up. Yeah, man. And it, I'll be honest with you. I love rap, and I'm not trying to run any of the hip-hop artists down, but <clears throat> I think that the, probably one of the worst things that ever happened to our society was the glorification of the pimp business. Because yeah, what people is. need to really know is that is a disgusting way. You are forcibly making women have sex with disgusting people and then taking the money most of them don't even get any money from it yeah. they'll have a house and maybe have some food and you know a some good hotel food. room but those guys beat the shit out of those gals yeah. you know Control them with fear. oh it's just terrible man it's just a terrible thing to do to anybody especially to a goddamn woman because they can't do anything you know most of them aren't big enough to hurt a man most of them some of them are but <clears throat> you take a five foot two woman She's not going to fight some guy who's six foot six, you know, yeah. and weighs 250 pounds and grew up in Compton. Are you kidding me? No. It's never going to happen. No, She'd have to shoot him. Yeah, that'd be the only way she'd ever win that fight. Exactly. It's just a terrible, and my point is, is that it's, I like rap. I always have. I got nothing oh, against yeah, it. But I don't like the way that they glorify the pimping business, man, because it makes people... Like we were just talking about, when you're coming up as a youngster, 
and you think, oh man, I want to be that. I want to do that. Pimping's so cool. Yeah, all these bitches around here, and you know, it's just like, man, that ain't right to be. You know what I'm saying? They just start the kids off on the wrong foot. Yeah. And most of them don't even. Most of them don't end up like Don Juan. They don't. <clears throat> and if you're out there, man, shout out to Don Juan, okay? I'm not running it down, but most of them don't end up like that. Most of them end up in prison, and they get human trafficking charges. And once you do that, you're screwed. You get a human trafficking charge in this country, especially right now, that has anything to do with children or, you know, where you are <clears throat> forcibly selling sex into the, to the public market, <clears throat> that's a bad deal. And I, my point is, is that I just feel, I feel very disappointed that all these up and coming kids have been lied to about what that really is. Because a lot of them end up in prison. And once you're in prison, you're screwed. There's nobody cares about you anymore. The parents are stepping in telling them what's right, what's wrong. Yep. They'll basically decipher for themselves. Yeah. And they don't, nobody cares about you. After you get in trouble, man, it's over. Nobody cares anymore. They don't care. Once you got a record, it's over. Yeah. So, okay, let's jump back. So this woman is growing up. <clears throat> She's got a, a, a prostitute, meth mom. What was the mom's name? Toby. Toby? Toby. Hey, you know what, Toby, if you're still out there, um, we love you. And uh, we have no idea where your life started. So, you know, we don't judge you, and, and we'll keep you in our prayers. So, <clears throat> Toby made it through that. And then Brittany, at what time did she kind of leave the house? So she dropped out of high school when she was 16. Uh-huh. Went to live with my friend's mom because she was friends with the younger sister. Okay. And, uh, yeah, she basically lived with so she moved out at 16 years old. Pretty much, okay. yeah. Uh, her mom was in her life, wasn't taking good care of her, from right. what I remember. Right, okay. So she had to find something. She had to find something. And these yeah. were really nice people. Yeah, good. Uh, the Escalantes. Really, the Escalantes. Shout out to the Escalantes. Laura Escalante. Laura Escalante. And her uh, husband, Pedro. And Pedro, the nice Mexican people. folk? Uh, Pedro was from... Oh, yeah, so South America. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've worked with some uh, Chilean <clears throat> and Brazilian folks. So, you know, shout out to all the Latinos from the yeah. from the Southland. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, man. They're yeah, great people. Wonderful people. Oh, they're wonderful people. They're so much nicer than Americans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a true so much story, nicer. Because that's what the true American story used to be. It's people a, came from other countries that's right here and started a better life. It's so true, man. They are generous, good, just, oh, they're great people. So, okay, so we got Pedro and Laura, and then she does that, probably rode out high school, and then just no, took she off. she finished. She, like, started selling weed. Okay. Smoking a lot of weed. Okay. <clears throat> so the remnants of growing up with a prostitute meth head mom started to catch up to her. <clears throat> is what she you're saying. She had nothing going on in her life. Yeah. No skills. Going anywhere, yeah. Things. She could dance. Though. She could dance. She okay. Dance. She okay. Always been able to dance. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's one thing like she was actually good at was dancing. Wow. Okay. So then let's fast forward. Yeah, what a, what a sad story. There's just no way you can judge. You can't judge anybody in the story because <clears throat> none of us have walked in their shoes. You know, I have not, if I grew up like that, I have no idea. I'd probably be dead. 
So you guys go to Texas. You do a nine-month... Yeah, and it's hotter than crap down there. Oh, it's miserably hot. Oh, it's such a hot place, dude. Oh. You go to Texas, you do nine months, and you come back, and then you said, that's when things start to fall apart. When did you find out she was pregnant? Oh, shoot. Uh, how far are you? I was a month into a deployment, my second deployment, and I was in this country, Jordan, itty bitty country, Jordan. That's when I found out. Really? Yeah, and the things kind of went pretty fast from there. Like, we did the Armed Forces Proxy Marriage. Okay. What? Explain that. Okay, let's slow it back up. Armed Forces Proxy proxy Marriage. marriage. Okay. You get married out of Flathead County, Montana. Okay. What's the name of the city? But it's uh, probably Flathead. 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 Yeah. 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 Is that right? Am I right on that? I don't know. Yeah. I could be wrong. It's been a while. Um, two people stand in your place. Okay. You have like the paperwork, and of course there's the witnesses. Oh, okay. Hold on. Hold hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. I want to make sure I understand this. So you are in the country of Georgia. (laughs) Jordan. Jordan. I'm sorry. You're in Jordan. You're in the Jordan Valley, and you make a phone call to have somebody in Flathead, Montana, yeah. marry you and this woman. Yes. Well, but you're not even there. I'm not even there. I'm okay. Thousands and thousands That's incredible. Okay. And we literally got married through mail. Really? And we got paid more from it. That was one of the plans. So they really? sent you a marriage certificate through the U.S. military mail into the country of Jordan to let you know that you were now officially legally married to this woman. Yep, and that's how we While got you're basically trying to, you know, save our country in the country of Jordan. Yeah, it was during the ISIS emergence. During the ISIS. Yeah, when ISIS basically wow. came out of nowhere, stormed through Iraq, took okay. over all these military bases. Okay. Not U.S. military bases, but Iraqi posts. Wow. Yeah, yo, yeah. Security uh, <clears throat> offices. And, yeah, because okay. this is the yeah, same so era as, if I'm not mistaken, Chris Kyle... That's when the American Sniper, the, oh, the uh, movie came well, out. Well, not the movie, but this is like, because I want to say he was in, I read his book. He was over there like 08, 09, and I think like 10. And so this is like right before, <clears throat> this is right after that is what I'm saying. This is say. after, a while yeah. after about five years. Okay. After Chris Kyle basically kicked their butts and took like how many Yeah. Yeah, dude. More kills than anybody. I know everybody hates him now, but I still think that he did a great job, so. I thought he did amazing. I thought so too. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe he was an asshole. I don't know. I'm not judging his personal life. That's not up for me. But he saved our country. Yeah. He took out so many high value targets. Exactly. Yeah. He did that for America. That's right. It was for America. Yeah, man. Red, white, and blue. Yeah. Okay. So you're over there. You get this mail. So you're now married. Yeah. And and this woman is married to you, but she's living in Texas. Yeah. Okay. So where does it go from there? (laughs) <laughs> I can see the look on your face. <laughs> so she's pregnant, and she gives birth to Isabella Ooh. on February 8th, 2015. It was 3 a.m. in Jordan when I got the picture of her. 
One of the, by the way, one of the cutest little kids I've ever seen. She's pretty cute. Yeah, you need to make more babies, dude. You you put out some very beautiful people. Yeah, dude, she still has her dimples from when she was a baby. Really? That's the sweetest thing when she smiles for me. Yeah, I don't know that I've seen a a little, and I don't mean this with any grossness. I'm just talking about just the essential cuteness of little kids. That is a very cute little girl. Yeah, they don't come out like that very often. She looks like a model. Oh, thank you. She came out. She with seriously so much looks hair like a little, was... like a. Um, oh, what were those? They used to have um, the pumpkin patch kids. Oh, pumpkin patch kids. <laughs> and they would have like these really cute little kids all dressed up. That's what she reminds me of. Oh, this really, man. really she adorable. She's cute, adorable. Super cute. Too. Yeah, she's adorable. And her. Have you heard her sing yet? No, never have. Oh my gosh, and she gets kind of shy around other people, but she likes to sing when it's just me and her in the house. Really? She has her mirror and she sings in her mirror. Really? Is she good at singing? She's actually pretty good. Is she really? I just wish she would sing for other people. So she's got an ear then, oh, for music. Oh, that's She's got good. an ear for music. Yeah, but yeah. her big thing is Ariana Grande. Oh, last really? last two years. Okay. Itty bitty little baby. Last really? Time, not too little, but you know, her thing was always Ariana Grande. Okay. The first, like, musician she really enjoyed could point out the picture and say, Ariana Really? And that was her favorite okay. for a while, and I think still is. She's kind of teeter-tottering from Ariana Grande and Britney Spears. Okay, okay. my girlfriend introduced her to Britney Spears. Right. And now I have to listen to Britney Spears. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're like, hey, that's kind of old news, but whatever, that's fine. Donna was born, and the night she was born, I had one of the worst stomach flus of my life. No kidding. I was out on the floor in the hallway, vomiting my guts out into a buggy. Really? Being born, I don't know if it was nervousness or because I ate on the Jordanian side of the cafeteria that day. No kidding. Okay. Probably was the Jordanian field. Okay. And some nerves. Oh, yeah. So she was being born in Texas? uh, No. uh, This time, uh, she had to go home to Portland. Okay. And was staying at my mom's house. Okay. She was getting further along, and we didn't have much support in Texas. Right. There okay. Was no family. Okay. There was a great uh, medical facility there. Okay. But with Tricare um, for families, for spouses, there okay. was a special version of Tricare, and she could use her healthcare coverage off base. Okay. So Bella was born at Portland Baptist Hospital. Really. <clears throat> and you were in she Jordan. Was, uh, I was in Jordan. Yeah. So she's having. She's she's in labor. And you're puking, and you're in Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Did she didn't really text me during <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, she gave but birth, and and her mom probably wasn't there. Mom was not. There. Not there. Okay. No. So this woman is having a child at 19 years old. Twenty. Twenty one years old, and her mom is. Still a prostitute, ghost, ghost, still a like, hooker, and she's not even at the. She's not even there. Wow. My mom was there. That's sad, man. So your mom sister, came to the birth, but your her mom did not. No. Okay. My mom and sister are like day ones. Okay. They've been there since Bella was born. Been wow. Been every birthday. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's take a little, we're going to take a little coffee break. We'll come back, okay? All right. Great. I talked too much about uh, my ex, but... Yeah, no, it's good, man. It's, it's good. So, kid. yeah, welcome back. So we're back to the voice of Feral. So let's go, I'm going to reverse a little bit. So you grew up with your dad. Yeah, my mom got in trouble with DHS. Okay, okay. So your old man took over. Yeah, he came and swooped me up. Well, I was the only one he came for. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, and... My younger brother and my older sister, and then, of course, Delon. Delon was already out of the house. He was living in, in, at the time in L.A. Okay. Yeah. 
Because he was growing pot down there, right? <laughs> he was doing a little bit of growing <laughs> pot, and I know a little maybe a little stuff, more, a little yeah. extra stuff. Yeah, a little too. extra money on the side. Okay, well we won't. We're not joking, yeah. so we won't get it. Okay, <laughs> you so might come by one of these days. You'll there see you go. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to piss him off. No, it's all good. <clears> it's all good. Same. What's his name? Delon. Delon. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Delon. Okay. So, so your dad was a blues man. Yeah, he never actually played professionally, but he was a beautiful harmonica player. He doesn't play as much now. He okay. Had, he got prostate cancer. Oh, really? Through all these different chemo treatments, and uh. he kind of like lost the passion for music, and now he just gardens. Okay. He doesn't do okay. as much. But that was still one of my favorite. Yeah. Memories. Okay. And you guys are still close. Oh yeah. yeah. He's probably one person on this list I'm the closest with. Really? Yeah. Like my mom never took the time to do okay. things like he did when I went to go live with him when I was twelve. We had dinner together every night. He helped me get signed up with actual football, not just playing football with my friends. Right. I found an outlet. Okay. Um, And he actually took me on adventures and stuff. And my siblings came over on the weekends. Wow. All these awesome trips. Wow. Okay. So life completely changed for me when my dad came for me. What a good guy. What's his name? Huh? What's his name? His name's Don. He tells everybody his name's Sam. Sam? Yeah, he goes by Sam. He goes by Sam? Yeah. All right, we'll do that. All right, so shout out to Sam. What a good guy. Okay. So let's get back to you did the Texas thing. You do the deployment. Mm-hmm. You get married over the mail, and you're you're in the you're getting married in the country of Jordan, yeah. and then your woman's given birth. You're puking, and then she's here. She comes back to Portland. She gives birth. Her mom doesn't show up, but no. your mom does. And then, and your sister. Okay. Yeah. Good. Shout out to her. And then, and then you're, and then, so you're in Jordan and then what happens? Because you obviously made it back here eventually. Yeah. I made it back here, but we got transferred to Iraq. Okay. Yeah. There wasn't much work to do. We were training at King Assad Special Operations Training Center. Okay. Nicknamed Kasadik. Kasadik. It's a cool name. That is a cool name. It was a military base built into an old canyon. Really? Yeah, it was it was a uh, sort of secretive, but the Jordanian special forces trained there. Oh no! And we got kidding. to train with them in the morning, which no was kidding. awesome, a huge honor to train with them. Oh yeah, those guys can run. I was gonna ask you, are they badass? Wow. The Jordanians are I they badass? Think much of like a small Middle Eastern country special forces, right? But that changed my perception. Really? What was uh, it like? How I perceived them. So they spoke broken English, of course, not uh-huh. English, and I had a little bit of Arab okay. that I was able to interact with them but a lot of the things we did was body language challenging each other to be better and uh shooting guns really <laughs> shooting guns okay the sound doesn't echo outside of the canyon really so could be as loud as we wanted i practice with a little bit of everything uh p30 grenade launcher no my kidding with the m4 carbine okay m9 beretta which i am very fond of i never actually fired it in an actual situation Okay, and hold on. Always, yeah, you're so. you're gonna lose me because I'm not a <laughs> military. Guy. I shoot guns, but I don't know anything about that. So oh, let's yeah, go yeah. back. So you, you got a grenade military. launcher, and mm-hmm. then what was the next one? The M4 carbine. What which is, is just a regular rifle? That it's just a carbine. M4. Carbine. M4, M4 carbine. Forty caliber. Oh uh, no, it was no. forty-five. Oh, forty-five. Yes. So just a, a it's a machine gun. Uh no, only no. to burst. But okay. Still okay. very accurate, very efficient. Wow. Uh, uh, sucks to clean it at the end of the day, but... Yeah. 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 That's the military culture. You clean okay. things, and then you clean it again. Really? Yeah. So you That's do a lot... Thing. You guys are cleaning guns all the time. Uh, all the time. <laughs> okay. Our thing. Okay. That and the boys who put on country music. 
Oh, okay. I can probably sing verbatim a lot of country music. Really? Really? But say a song, maybe I know how to sing it. Really? So yeah. even for you growing up in Portland, you have you have at least some some affinity for country music. Oh, do I? Yes. Oh, really? Tim okay. McGraw, oh, really? Uh, yeah, he touches me on a different level. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's cool. My wife would love that. She loves Tim McGraw. Oh, it's like her favorite I singer. There's not too many. I don't run into too many Tim McGraw fans because, of course, um, <laughs> you yeah. can imagine. A right. black guy who likes country music. Right, right, right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're black. You're black. You can't like country. Yeah. yeah. What? No, no, that's not I right. No, music. that's not right. There's no. so many songs I can sing from beginning to end. Oh, yeah, man. No, it's uh, it, it's Strait for everybody. Too. Yeah, George Strait has some of the most awesome, like, pump you up, keep you into yep. your lifestyle. I know. Songs like, I'm not here for a good time. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yep. I'm here for a good time. I love George Strait, man. He's so good. I wish he was still touring. I do, too. He's the... He, okay, so this okay. is just my opinion, but... No, no, no. You're good, man. My opinion is when George Strait quit and Chris Ledoux died, that's when country music went to shit, in my opinion. With the exception of Brad Paisley. Oh, oh. Um... Um... <sighs> Jamie Johnson, and uh, do you like Jason Aldean? Uh, yeah, Jason Aldean. He He's got some good that tunes. Were more about like you know live, growing up in a small yep, town. Yep, But he has an iconic voice. Oh, he does. He's a great He's, singer, yeah. and I love, absolutely love, and I loved this guy way before he ever got into country. But I love Aaron Lewis from Stained. Aaron Lewis, I don't know. He became a country singer, and pff, you want to talk about it. that guy was made to sing, man. Oh. I watched, yeah, I watched him. When he was in Stained, I watched him. He came up to the to Washington to the Clark County Amphitheater, and they did their show. And Chevelle was there, and it was good. It was really, really good. But he came out. He came out like halfway through the concert, and he came out and sat. They had this one of those, you know, catwalks. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. Go ahead. He came out. He sat down. He put a chair out there, and he just brought an acoustic guitar. And he sang like three songs right there, and I'm not, dude. Guitar. I'm not making this up. There was people crying in the oh, in yeah, the it was audience. Guitar. It was just him and his guitar. <clears throat> there was people crying when he was done. It was so powerful. Guy has an incredible voice to begin with, but they just took it like out of the big show and just brought it into that. It was it was incredible, dude. You brought it to a personal level. Yeah, he guitar. was right there. He was right there. We were all standing, you know, around the catwalk, and he was just like, it'd be like, he was like right where that tree is, you know, on a chair playing and singing. It was incredible. Very That's powerful. Oh, yeah, powerful Sorry stuff. For the rest of your life. Oh, yeah, it was so good, man. So good. So, okay, so you guys are doing country. You're cleaning firearms, and then... You you have this baby here, and then you you do two. So you did two different deployments for the yeah, U.S. military. Yeah, the last one was the messy one. What what branch of the military? I was army. You were in the army. Mm -hmm. Okay, <clears throat> so you're in the army. You do two deployments, and then you we never. So she has the baby. You're in Jordan. You go to Iraq. You get mm -hmm. you get rerouted to Iraq, right? Yeah. And you do, you're doing you get the, sent wherever needed. Okay. So you do that, and then you're you do another year. Uh, well, no, after that there was about six months left to the deployment. Okay, and that was the like for all the deployments I went on, the two I went on, the last six months of the second one like burnt me out. Really? Yeah, that was exactly what 
you would imagine the nightmare situation would be okay when you're like unprepared for stuff so. okay okay yeah like mentally physically equipment of course you have all the fanciest <clears throat> newest equipment but mentally yeah, really okay so it just <clears throat> it just got ugly <clears throat> yeah yeah okay yeah, okay so then you come back here you come back here mm. back to portland yeah. uh no i didn't come back to portland i had a demob at fort bliss oh and at that what's demob oh you demobilize this one i should describe it so you go from um totally chaotic situation and right. all of a sudden it's time to come home you rotate like um love you comes in and takes your place okay uh, does your job you have to set everything up for them before you head out you come home and you demob and demob is like physical health checks mental health checks equipment checks and then you have three months off really yeah okay so three months <clears throat> off paid which was awesome yeah yeah and i went home and spent time with my daughter good and my new wife right and got to see my dad everybody for good a while. So, oh man yeah, that, that had to have awesome felt time. so good but they call that the honeymoon period. okay okay <clears throat> so there is <clears throat> this has been psychologically studied right that's what you're saying oh, by, 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 by that by that statement so yeah, that's the called the honeymoon period um, yeah after hard deployments there's yeah yeah there's okay. a term called the honeymoon period okay and then 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 when so then where did what happened after that so you come home you're three months everybody's happy your wife's in love with you you got a new baby right uh-huh. And you uh-huh. got all this damage from the war that you can't even talk about. You don't even want to tell her, right? Oh, man. Yeah. And you can't even get into it. It's no. too much. Oh, yeah. It would be way too she much. She would never me. even understand it. No. So then what happens? <clears throat> oh, my God. Uh, so I was basically a mess when I came back. Like, I had okay. such a great time. I, I loved being my family. that had to come back to it. Come right. back to the military lifestyle. So, yeah. I'll tell you this. Out of 160 of us, 154 of us came back. Okay. Yeah. So some people didn't get to come home and yeah you know mental mistakes happen but sometimes you just find yourself in a shit situation and really how much you can do about it you have to accept okay. it yeah and that's that's what happened okay so you're back home yeah yeah and to all those families you know our our prayers are with you i lost a brother that i didn't even get to meet and he was he was actually blown up in a house inside of iraq they killed 11 kids in that deal. The, some guy had set a cell phone bomb up in there. And <clears throat> the um, uh, I had just met my birth mom <clears throat> probably like six months earlier than that. And then she, <clears throat> we started, you know, talking and stuff. And then she was like, hey, I got something I tell you. You know, you actually had another brother that, that you never got to meet and he just died. And so uh, we went to the funeral and we're we're a part of the um you know just the whole process you know so um yeah i you know the military is in my family as well my dad <clears throat> grew up a military kid so did my mom my grand both of my grandpas oh. served mm-hmm. oh yeah oh, i come so from <clears throat> law law long military history yeah so you know i got a lot of respect for you guys i was never a soldier but um i think i would have been a pretty good one but <clears throat> Yeah, so, anyways, uh, <clears throat> my condolences yeah, to you, man. Yeah, man. yeah, my condolences to you. So, you come back here, you got this wife, you got a baby, you're hanging out with your dad, and then, 
And then where does this go? So I had to go back to work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had to start to working. I had to go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that true? And one of the first things usually uh, send people with um, a considerable amount of experience is you go to TRADOC. Okay. And TRADOC is training new soldiers. Training new soldiers. Okay. And one of the things <clears> I did, I was an aerosol. So okay. aerosol is fast roping out of a helicopter about 30, 40 meters from the ground. Oh, okay. You, you got to explain it. Oh. <clears throat> because for, <laughs> for us, we don't know what that means. Oh, so yeah, you're in a helicopter. So, how high? Oh, man. 12,000 feet? 30, 40 meters. Oh, no, no, no. You're fast roping from the helicopter. Oh, you're, you're, you're getting on the ground. You're getting on the oh, ground. that's crazy, dude. It's you and a rope. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you couldn't pay on, me but... to do that. I mean, I probably would if I had to, but if you whipped uh, me. Maybe if you whipped uh, me. Man, no, 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 no. So you drop the rope out. I'm supposed to have to do it with the backpacks. But, uh, oh sorry, my go gosh! So the you got all your you gear off. on. Yeah, but you can be you can be as balanced as a squirrel climbing a tightrope if it wasn't for the backpacks. Really? So, yeah, the rucks throw you off, and that's where. Okay, I'm explain that. So oh, just walk us through that. So you're <laughs> in this helicopter. Yeah, they drop the, the rope pack. down and just go from there. Are you like pissing your pants, dude? Oh, the first time? Yeah. After all the practice runs? Right. On the practice towel? Right. <laughs> yeah. So being taller, the rotors were closer to my head. Oh. I got so paranoid about that. Yeah. And I'm scared of heights. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> I hate them. Terrified <clears throat> of heights if yeah. I look at it. And I just had to listen to what they told me before. Oh. There's that a thing would, how, okay, so how far are you? <laughs> what's 40 meters? I mean, what's how far are we meters? talking example i mean i know a helicopter can't get that close to the ground so no because he's gonna start chopping people right no, on the top of the tree no way that's 40 meters dude that's then way then, up there then imagine 30 meters <laughs> is considerably lower oh there's no way i'd 30 do that. meters is what they aim for but they screw up sometimes. oh you would They're have to whip 30. me to make me get off out there man that is a lot and you're just on one rope right if you like if you slip you're gonna fall because you're not tied off right they don't tie you off you clip on and clip off. You do. A, you, <clears throat> the so ones do. If you get down rope, if you fall from that, you're still clipped on. Huh? Uh, but imagine falling uncontrollably down a rope 30, 40 meters with 80 pounds of gear. Oh, yeah. No, I can't. That's like, insane. Don't. But there's all these tricks you can do. You can crisscross your legs together. Okay. And, of course, you're wearing uh, complete uh, TAC 50 gear. So okay. So you're completely protected. Okay. Uh, knee pads, elbow really? pads. Really? Uh, gigantic metal chest plates okay that way so off. you're bulletproofed up here in the vitals yeah you got vitals are good you got a rucksack on good. your back rucksack on your back how much does it weigh that's about 40 45 pounds oh okay and you and got that's a, gun? a light that's a light pack and then your m4 i tucked it behind my backpack there's okay. different ways to do it so what's your just everyday caliber what are you shooting uh, if i remember right <clears throat> five no oh and no nine millimeter Okay. We practiced with the M9 Beretta more you did. than anything. Okay. The M4 okay. was for like basic soldiers. Okay. M9 Beretta <clears throat> was the next level. It's what you can quickly access. Okay. M4, it's not easy to carry, and you can't move it up as fast. Uh, okay. Okay. So imagine you have your sidearm on your thigh. It's okay. Super easy to get. To. Right. <clears throat> right. 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 And that's what we practice. Really? Yeah. Okay. So you had that. You got your thing. You go down the rope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you're training guys. You're oh, training. We were training people on this, okay. and I was setting up the the training. I wasn't uh, teaching at the time. This is wow. one of my first training opportunities. Okay. And the money's way better. Is it really? When you're training. Yeah. There's so are you, well. okay, so I don't know too much, but I've been around a little bit. 
Are you E3, E4 at this uh, point? Where are you at in the system? At this time, E4 for E4. my first train. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, I did luck out, though. You did. I did become a sergeant. You eventually. did. You Four became an E5. In my last two really? years, I became an E5, and that is such Good. a beautiful experience. Yeah. When everything you do comes to a head. Okay. And you actually get an opportunity to go further. Okay. Yeah. It's almost, so what you mean is all that carnage finally makes sense. Yes. Okay. All that comes together. You okay. Better, you get the respect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it's hard, right? Coming up in oh. the in the military they they don't they're not nice they're not easy on you right oh, it, oh man yeah <laughs> yeah they want I, you they want to break you down yeah they yeah. break you down and build you back up tell you oh, every day oh mm -hmm. theo you're such a pussy you can't take it you just can't take it you're oh, gonna break you're gonna well, quit you're gonna you get, give when up you get, when you get further on <laughs> it becomes more jovial because a lot of them are buddies you've been serving with for a couple of years okay and sometimes you get transferred to the same place as somebody you trained within your first couple of years oh okay and the bonds you create with people when you're in a shitty situation almost next to none. Like, okay. So strong. Okay. So, so strong that's bond. the brotherhood that that's they always talk about. And that's something <clears throat> that makes it all so easy and worth it. The okay. experiences you have with them. Okay. That's what makes your military experience. Wow. Have, yeah. It's the people I served around. Because so I wasn't a great soldier, but I was surrounded by great soldiers. Right. That made, and they made me a good soldier. Okay. I've been okay. surrounded by great people. And you learn, yeah, you learn from the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so you're training soldiers, you got your woman, and then, and Bella's here now, and everything's basically going pretty good, and you yeah. feel like you're going to get somewhere. Yeah. And then I what happens? I got transferred back to Tacoma. You did? I okay, so you go back to Tacoma? Okay. Yeah. And which was beautiful, because then I basically was living in Portland on the right. weekends, back to how it was before. Okay. And she was dancing again. Right. You know, at this point, Bella okay. was like nine months, and of okay. course, Brittany, uh, my ex-wife's name, she... She got her body back pretty quickly, and she sure. went right back to it. Sure. Yeah. And, yeah. And then and where... I was done with that life at that point. Like, well, we have a child now. I'm a oh, sergeant. okay. Like, I'm going So you started saying, like, hey, you know, this whole thing, it's just not really, like, a family thing. It's, and we had a daughter. I felt it was wrong to be a mom who was stripping and all okay. that. Okay. So that's where the fabric just, started to separate. Yeah, it started falling apart at that okay. point. When you have different ideas, we're, we're growing apart. And yeah. I was going this way, and she was still living like she was when she was 18. Wow, okay. And yeah, that's oh, so she, sad. She so like 20, 23 at that point. Really? Yeah, it was okay. time to like get her GED and find a real job. Right, and, right. And you were ready to grow up. You had already seen some stuff. <clears throat> and I was burnt out. I, I knew I wasn't going to re-enlist, yep. and I just wanted to go to school. Okay. Point. Like, that was my original plan. <laughs> really? I lost track of my original plan. I okay. was going into the military to get money to go to school. Really? That's yeah. what you were going to do that initially? That was the original plan. Like, you get caught <laughs> and up you in ended everything. up going to war. Yeah. Your yeah. contract, six years, they have you do whatever they want you. Okay. Okay. So once you sign that paper, you're in. You're in. And what yeah. if you quit? What happens? Oh, the people If you're like, hey, quit. I just don't want to go to war. <laughs> I don't want to kill anybody. What it's do you? What happens UCMJ then? UCMJ action. UCMJ? Yeah, people go to jail. Really? Yeah, for a living worth. So people they will come and jail. say, hey, you signed a paper, yeah. and I don't care how scared you are. Matter. You're going to go either, yeah. you know, or you're going to go to prison. Yeah. 
Wow. Yep. Okay. They refuse a direct order from commanding officer. Well, it makes sense, time. man. You sign up to it. Yeah. Okay. So you honored your duties and you hung yeah, in there. I did the six years. Wow. Good for you, dude. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad to be on this side now. Yep. That's Absolutely. right. Because <clears throat> with Donald Trump, it kind of seemed like he was escalating things for a while. Yeah. <laughs> first I was worried at first, but uh, luckily we haven't found ourselves in another war. Because I thought he was going to start a conflict with North Korea. I thought so, too. I'm like an inactivated reserve, like, no. And that guy, man. He <laughs> no, is not friends. somebody you want to get friends. fired I don't want to piss off Rocket oh, Man. He's insane. <laughs> he's crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But well, they haven't even seen him for, like, a month. Yeah, luckily, he just disappeared. <laughs> Did he resurface? Uh, he showed up for some public event oh. in North Korea. I don't know what it was for. That dude's a psycho. He's no. nuts. And he has uh, nuclear missiles that are capable of reaching... Um, somewhere in the Pacific Ocean, not all the way to America yet, but they're getting close. I know, and he's got That's like scary. ten of them just are, pointed at us. He close. hates this country yeah, so much. With That's why Donald's trying to be buddies with him. I don't blame him. Yeah, I'm <clears> glad he's uh, creating a diplomatic outlet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Way. Yeah, because that would suck. Oh, dude, I can't even imagine. And those guys are tough too, man. The Koreans are tough, tough, yeah, tough, yeah. tough. Oh so yeah, they're so tough. Culture. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've been training their whole life for this. Every young Every man day. has to be in the service there. They have a large military force. But then their people are starving, though, because they spend the money on military. hate this country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, it's, that's a bad, bad, bad deal over there. So, <clears throat> you do this, and then, like, where does this thing go? You guys start going on two different paths. <clears throat> <laughs> and at what point did you just so, decide, like, I just got to stick to my principles here? Uh, I had, like, a year to go, and I basically broke up with her. Okay. Well, I think it was a mutual breakup, I yeah. feel like. It wasn't me breaking up with her. We had decided we were, we were going other ways. We had enough arguments to the point, like, the love had gone stale. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. We had technically broken up at that time. Okay. And it took two years for the divorce paperwork to actually go through. I tried to file the divorce for, on my own, but I forgot the financial part. Really? So it never actually was... Um, legally qualifying i didn't get any notice of it at all really they sent everything <clears throat> in and about at that point they sent her paperwork she has to sign and i felt she had just refused to sign which she had and up to that point i thought i was actually divorced and then i tried to pursue custody of my daughter because i wasn't on the birth certificate right i was <clears throat> gone when she was born right you're in jordan yeah so puking your guts out I, yep. literally. Uh-huh. literally literally puking, puking your guts out while out. she's being born yeah, in <laughs> Jordan. I'll always remember that. Yeah, in the country of Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then I get that picture. Like on the other side of the world. Yeah, yeah, but then I get that picture of her when she was born. And it <clears throat> makes it all better. That's, That's right. A miserable night comes to an end. That's right. And I see the picture of her wrapped up in a pink blanket. Yep, yep. It's so cool. That yeah. was really cool. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, a lot of people are like, "Oh, don't you wish you were there?" And I'm like, "I do, but I'm also glad she's a really healthy baby." And I got yeah. back when she was like three months old. And I dedicated my time and my life to her. So. Yeah, dude. And it's like you're serving the country. There's no, you couldn't yeah, change I, that. If I was like gone, like partying or something, that's when I need to be discussing with myself. Right. But yes, you're right. It was military service. Yeah. There's, there's sacrifices. It happens. People in the yeah. military make. Let, yeah, my dad, <clears throat> his, my grandpa, he would leave for like, Months and months and months at a time, you know, because he had to go do military stuff. You know, it's just part of the trade. Yeah, part of the lifestyle. Okay, so you guys start splitting ways, yeah. <clears throat> and and then where does everything go from there? 
Like you, did you go back to the military or what happened after that? No, I got out in June 2017. Okay. I was enrolled at OSU that okay. fall term. Down uh, down here in Eugene? Uh, okay. Oh, no, uh, OSU. Uh, oh, oh, right. Here. Okay. I joined Delta Chi Theta. Okay. <laughs> so you were a frat boy then. Yeah. Wow. So you went cool from went war from to, to a war frat boy. to bad marriage to frat life. <laughs> That was okay. fun. It was yeah. exactly what I'd always hoped it to be. Okay. And uh, everybody there was super cool. There was one guy named JJ who was still just an amazing human being who could drink us under the table. Really? There's some people out there, man, who can pack away the beers. Like, you don't even know where it's going. I know. I grew up with like, a guy I like that. I can't imagine that. Yeah. Like, does your stomach hurt? I know. <laughs> and yeah. he was skinny, too. Uh, yeah, they're was, out there. And it was PBRs. Really? There's some people who have a natural talent to drink. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it, it is. Too, cause it's true. When they it's drink true. a 24-pack in a span of two and a half hours, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're natural. And they can just put them down, too. Yeah, just knock it down. Shotgun and beers. Yeah, I know. It's while. crazy, man. I can't do it. I, yeah, I wish I could. I've tried to keep up with them. No, I can't I, do I it. I will never be able to. Nope, can't do it. To this day, I can't even drink a soda fast. I just can't. I don't uh, know. Yo, my insides go bloop. Yep, me too. My throat goes, oh. Oh, yeah. my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so... Okay, so you went to the you're doing the frat thing, yeah, and then man. and then and then where where did life take you after that? Oh, well, I would get to see Bella every once in a while, but I didn't have any father rights. Right. Yeah, it was for now on the birth certificate. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm sorry. Okay. That was okay. a hard time. For about a year and a half, I tolerated being allowed to see Bella whenever the mom felt it was okay. Right. And you know, usually when I was single and she thought we were going to get back together. Okay. So okay. I had to kind of like play the field. Right. And just right. to see Bella. And I didn't feel good about doing that. Right. Her on like that. Right. But I was doing it to see Bella because when she got mad, she would, her first weapon was Bella. Oh, yeah. So it was like, yeah, oh, there's no you're way. not going to do my thing, then I'll take the kids from Yeah, you. there was only one way to hurt me. That's the way. other way, like I we could just brush anything else off. Right. Didn't matter to me. But right. the one person what I really yep. loved and cared about was Bella. Yep. Yep. And, okay. Uh, so then okay. So you go on, you do the frat thing, <laughs> and then you're playing football and then like I mean obviously Oh no, I this has I started playing rugby. Oh you played rugby. <laughs> Club rugby. Oh really? That was fun. That was Heck a yeah. whole nother field. Man, you would have been a beast at rugby. Jeez. Yeah, I didn't play very long. That's a rough sport. You are a serious athlete, dude, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah, just you. God gave you some serious <laughs> athletic ability. Yeah, you look like, you remind me of, uh, what's that guy that <clears throat> plays for the Seahawks? Russell Wilson? Yeah, Russell Maybe Wilson. You look, you look like, like Russell Wilson, yeah, dude. You're built I, just like too. him. He's six one. Yeah, I'm six one. I know. I think he's a mixture of things. I'm yeah, he's things. a super athlete, and he, so oh, are you. That dude is yeah, I can athlete. see the speed in your body, dude. You, you, yeah, that's you were. Uh, I can see you being very good at any any sports. Yeah, that's one thing I can always. Uh, <laughs> one thing I can rely on is uh, my quickness and speed. Okay. One thing I had naturally was the cat like reflexes. Yep. I don't fall on my ass. Okay, <laughs> you don't. Really. You got good I balance. Don't. That's something I've really? always been able to count on. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, I do. I do have one story where I felt pretty bad. Okay, so tell it. I was carrying two trays of food. Okay. I was on, like, some military base in Kuwait called Camp Eric John. I'm okay. carrying two trays of food. Super happy. I'm yeah. going to eat both of them. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're probably starving to death. Yeah. The, the flooring there was so cheap. It was just plastic boards stacked on each other. Really? One was sticking out just a little bit. I caught my foot oh. on it. And one plate goes flying. <laughs> 
<laughs> I held on to the other oh, one did. just barely, but okay. the drink spilled. But uh, right. And I went to stick my hand out to catch myself, and I fractured something. No uh, they kidding. They called it a foosh. Yep. Okay. So you landed like yeah. that. So not super cat-like reflexes. <laughs> to, but to pretty darn point. close. To a point. Well, you had your hands full. Oh, yeah. Oh if you gosh. had a free head, I bet you would have been <laughs> oh, just yeah. fine. Oh, yeah. I would have done some kind of weird, like, 360 turn. Oh, yeah, dude. You would have done, like, a like a triple gainer front flip and then just <laughs> landed on cool. your feet. Oh, yeah, yeah. A cart- <laughs> <laughs> the, I was so into the food, I wasn't yeah. really looking where I was going. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of my embarrassing stories. Oh, that's great. No, I got lots of those. Yeah. So I'll tell you sometime. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. So... Okay, so you go there, and then you guys yeah. start slowly, you know, and so you're doing the frat thing, and then yeah, and then where did it all go from there? I mean, oh, you ended up so with a great I, gal. Oh, she's great. Yeah, uh, I saved. I had been saving up money up to that point. I had about okay. twenty five thousand dollars. Did was you my really? Retirement fund. I didn't blow my money. But Good for my you. First deployment, I bought a Dodge Challenger. Okay. I didn't buy at least it, but yeah, I, uh, the payments were like five hundred twelve dollars a month. Wow, I don't have. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's too spendy. Oh man, they'll um, get you. Yeah, and they got us all. All the young military cats when they when we come back from deployment, they're smart. We all want, like, <clears> they know. Cars. They know you're hungry to to be yeah, yeah back in the civilization. The yeah. So they set dealerships up around bases. Do they brilliantly, really? Brilliantly, really. Bad credit, no credit financing, lease options for okay. anybody. Okay. Yeah. They got okay. Me. So you learned that one. You learned that lesson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, back to where else? So you got twenty five grand 25 in the bank. Grand, man, I, That's pretty good. I dude. How old were you? At this time, I was twenty five. So you're twenty five years 25. old. You've been married. You have been a baby. Married. You've been to war. Yeah. You've seen all kinds of stuff that you don't ever want to think about oh, ever man, again. I, and you got twenty five thousand dollars in the bank, yeah. and you're ready to rock. I wanted to buy a house with it or try to retire with yeah. it if I found a good job. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but instead, I used to hire one of the most badass attorneys up in Portland to hunt really? down Brittany, serve okay. her in order to appear in court, for okay. me to, and I was pursuing custody. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It was a six-month period. Uh, Brittany refused to sign divorce papers. Okay. I, uh, I felt she was kind of psychotic not to sign them. Like, I wasn't coming back. Right. I was friendly with her, though. Right. Which, Cordial. I wouldn't be mean to her, though. Oh, no, 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 no. 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 And she is not a mean person. Yeah. She's just a loser. Yeah. She's just you know, troubled. Yeah. Troubled. Yeah. Smoking too much yep. weed. Probably will never have any sort of stability because of her drug addiction. Yes. It's an addiction at this point. Yeah. How much she smokes, dude? She makes enough money to live comfortably, but she smokes it all Let's the way. Let's get into that for a minute because I want to talk about that. <clears throat> We're talking about... Are we talking high-end or middle-tier strip joints here? Military, no. She's she so what like is a high end. okay? So what is a gal like that in that tier? What is I'm mean, what can you make in a day? Uh, like a so good day. You can always um, run it. Uh, I mean, run it is like I used to come in sometimes with like fifty ones. Okay. And excite the crowd by throwing ones at her. Okay. And then people spent more money. Okay. There's things you could do to help her make more money. Okay. But she. Like if you think about it, like number wise, she made like fifteen hundred a week, but wow. you have to pay like a, some percentage to the guy who runs the joint, right? And she to the house, like three places at once. So of course, a lot of the money had to go back to that. And then she did cookware album. She ate out a lot. 
Um, she lost her license. She got a DUI. Oh, okay. It was the marijuana DUI. I think it's the DUII, driving DW while intoxicated. Right. Under. Oh, yeah. 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 She wasn't a big drinker, but uh, the marijuana though right. caused all her troubles. Okay. All the problems she really has right now is just she's blowing money. Really? But she also had a cocaine problem. Cocaine, yeah. Yeah, I'm embarrassed to talk about that one. That's okay, man. That was one... I always argue with her about, yep. but then me, I would drink a lot of beer. Yeah. So it was like, What's if the I'm kind of dependent on alcohol in a way, and I'm getting on this person for being on cocaine. Right. Yeah, the ar- argument she would get me back with that was like, well, right. you're going out with your buddy, you're drinking all the time. Right. I'm like, right. No. Yeah. We've all <laughs> been got, there, dude. We there. all go through it. She yeah. Got me there. When you're young, you're trying to sort it out. You know how much can you do? How much? How how much you got to be a family man? Yeah, it's hard to think and figure out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Okay, so we then, go out on Thursday Thursdays. You did <laughs> on Thursdays. Yeah, oh. we go out to Seattle. The clubs in Seattle are dope. Really? Yeah. Oh, I had a fun time in Seattle. I'd commute from uh, Tacoma about an hour fifty. Really? Uh, from. Seattle, if you're trying to get to downtown Seattle. Yep, okay, right. Yeah. So imagine, I have my challenger. Okay, so they um, got a good got, nightlife in Seattle. Yeah, okay. awesome nightlife. Like, <clears throat> okay. I wish I was living up there, but I don't like to stay tax. I don't no. Like tax. I'm not a fan. No, <laughs> Washington sucks, dude. Yeah. You don't want to live there now. It's, no, yeah, that, that, it's that whole state that has gone to the dumps. Eh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's over. Yeah, Gas they tax. they might as well just burn that place. And grab it. Yeah, <laughs> it seriously. Used to be my spot, it man. used to be so cool, dude. Yeah. I grew up there. I loved it. Oh, you, loved oh it. so you know? Yeah, I was, I was born in California, and I moved to to you know the Vancouver, um, <clears throat> Clark County. Really, is where we lived. Oh, okay. I moved there in 1992, and it was like, like battleground was like 2,000 people when we moved there. Yeah, it was smaller. It was way smaller. It 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 would be like you going into tangent right now, you know, or or like, uh, yeah, yeah. It was small. It blew up. A lot of the housing projects out there really took off. Camas and it blew up. And I I don't know if it was Longview. Yep, Longview. Yep, Vancouver, Camas, Longview, Washougal. Ridgefield, Battleground, the center, all, it just exploded. Affordable housing that was really appealing to people working in Portland. Yep. But also led to one of the most nightmarish traffic situations. Oh, dude, it still is to this day. It's just horrendous up there. Yeah. Anybody who lives up there, they know what I'm talking about. Yes, they do. Well, and I got to drive up there to get my kids, and I have to do that. Dude, it is just, I'm not even kidding you. There has been a couple times, not every time, but a couple times where her and I have been on that freaking freeway for five hours. Just sitting there going two miles an hour because all these dumb shits got in a car wreck because they were look Every posting Friday. on Instagram while they're doing 85 <laughs> miles an hour. You Almost know? on cue. Dude, I'm not Same even time every day. One time I drove up there to get my kids and there, I'm not making this up, there was a lady standing out on I-5 and her minivan had drove through all the way through one of those cement walls there all by the Salem. Way through? Dude, it was That's stuck a... in the freaking cement wall. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a, something like a cartoon. Oh, yeah. Oh. She drove her minivan through oh. a freaking cement wall into a neighborhood oh, and it was what, what lodged was in there. There used to be some kind of opioid problem for a period of time in the Portland area. Really? Like when <clears throat> her- oh, heroin was also issued at the same time, but there were some uh, opioids. Okay. Still a big thing. Opioids? And heroin, yeah, combined, and people were like nodding off behind the wheel. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember that. It was black season. tar heroin. Was is it, that what it was? It was yeah, uh, that sounds about right. There was something that people were nodding off on. Yep, 
Okay. Yeah. So maybe that's what happened. That, maybe she got all jacked even, up on that stuff and took yeah. her kids down to the pool, you know. I mean, it happens, man. I used to deliver pizzas. <clears throat> and one time I went to this lady's house. She'd ordered some pizzas. Mm -hmm. And I get there and I'm knock on the door, you know, and there's nobody answering. I'm like, what the heck? It's in the summertime. <laughs> I go around, knock all over, you know. And I finally <clears throat> hear her and she's like, oh, yeah, come back here. So I go all around the back mm -hmm. and they got a big pool back there. I oh, go nice. back there, you know, it's like these real rich soccer moms. I go back there. And there's these two beautiful women in bikinis, both of them, both moms. They got all their kids playing in the pool, and they're sitting by the pool. And they got a little glass table like this one right here and a pile of cocaine that big between Holy the two of them. <laughs> yeah. Insane. That's a football Dude, it was like a freaking pound of cocaine. cocaine. Seriously. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was as tall as that right there. It was just, they were just taking, they, both of them had a little thing, you know, and they were just yeah, important thing getting to say. a little bump every... Important thing to say. <laughs> Drugs are bad. You'll lose all your teeth and you won't have any friends. It's so true, man. Don't tell that to little kids. Don't it's do so drugs. true. You'll lose all your teeth and you'll have no friends. It's so true, man. And it just takes you to such a bad place. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, say no to drugs. Say no to drugs. Yeah, they are. They're really bad, and I've, they've killed a lot of my friends, honestly. Oh, yeah, I've lost a lot of buddies to drugs. Yeah, it's a bad deal, especially meth, man. Meth is such oh, a it's such a man killer. It's destroyed it's all the such beautiful small towns around yeah. here. It's just wrecked people's Absolutely lives. Absolutely beautiful so. small towns. Like, uh, one place had drove through Silverton. Yep. <clears throat> That's a beautiful town. It is. But yep. meth problem. Yep, yep. What's You'll another find place? Uh, uh, Sweet Home. Sweet Home. Yeah. That's a cute little town. Lebanon. Cute yeah. Meth problem. Lebanon, awesome downtown. You could tell it used to be a cool little That's city. That's right. Meth, <coughs> Meth problem. problem. <laughs> <laughs> we could go down the list, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bad deal. Yeah. So, okay, so you got, <clears throat> you got this thing, and and now you're you're so you're totally divorced. You're yeah. you're moving on. You're yeah. still trying to see your daughter. You're trying to get oh, custody. Uh, and then when does when does she show up? Katie had been there. Okay, so she was that. around. How where, where did you guys meet? I met on Tinder. You met on Tinder. Tinder yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, hey, there's no shame in that, dude. Jeans. I met my wife on Match.com, oh, so man. it's all good. Yeah. 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 Oh, so Tinder was super fun for oh, yeah. before I got serious. Right, but, um, right, right, right. right. <laughs> well, that's what it's for. I was really. dating three girls at the same time. You know, <laughs> I was Just her, playing the and field. And two months into dating Katie and uh, what was her name? Miranda and Alexis, um, I decided. That's like that, that that song. What's that song? I got Monica, Melissa, Radica. What's that song? I can't. It's uh, Lou Bega. It's uh, a little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Tina. Yeah, that's it, man. Okay, so she was there. And she. But you're kind of trying to figure out if it's gonna work with these other gals. Well, luckily, and she probably had a couple other guys, oh, right? No, no. no. Some she was like all for me. She was loyal, and she didn't mind that I was dating other girls. And we had actually had a couple of threesomes that she was cool with during the time. <laughs> that is a That's cat. That's a cat. That's a cat. That poor cat. That can't be real. <laughs> it does that every night. That can't be real. That sounds it, horrible. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> when I first moved here, I thought there was somebody who was sacrificing a child over there. Seriously. Oh, I stood on that fence and looked, listened for a long time when I first moved here. Mm. It's just a cat. So, yeah. okay. So, she was cool with it. And then, 
Yeah, and then you're like, hey, man, this like, is a little with bit. me to court and stuff being supportive. Okay. And Katie, by the way, when she cleaned it, like, she's absolutely gorgeous. Right. And okay. She showed up to court with me to be supportive because my family loved her. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Like, yeah. And she was in the Army National Guard at the time, so it's like super hot military girl. They're like, okay. oh, she probably understands steel. And they adopted her, like, right away. Wow. And that just helped me make my decision. I already know. I'm like, oh, I really like this girl. Right. You know? Right. See myself you found a real one. Yeah. Yeah. That's man. right. It, yeah. About two months in, I did break up with the other girls. Good. One, I just stopped talking to. One, I actually did break up with. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Kidding. And you guys have been at it ever since then. Yeah. It's and it's going like great. Yeah. She's a good lady. Years. She yeah. is. Absolutely. Yeah. Works very hard. Yeah, she when does, she, man. she puts her mind on some of it. She makes it happen. That's yeah. Really well, and she just got her car. Oh, dude. Didn't yeah. she? We had 2008. Yeah. Oh, That's so God. awesome. I'm so happy. Saved up that. money. Yeah. Went and paid for it. That's yeah. so cool. And she came with me to all the court dates. Um, so at first, I only got Bella from Saturday to Sunday. And okay. I felt like that just wasn't a whole lot of time. So we kept pursuing the court process. And now I have Friday through Sunday. Good but for we're going to go back to court here this summer. And I'm still going to keep on pursuing full custody. I don't have much of a chance because I was gone so much when I was in the military. Yeah, okay. And it looks horrible. Really? When I'm only there on the weekends. Okay, like, so on wow. paper, you look like a guy who didn't care. <clears throat> yeah, when I'm not even on the birth certificate, yeah. and I'd only been seeing her on the weekends. And I want to make yeah. sure we get the, uh, this on record. I want to make sure folks understand. You were not on the birth certificate because you were in the country of Jordan. Yes. It's not because you didn't care. Oh, no. No. Oh, yeah. I okay. Spent all my I want to make sure we get that down on here because I've seen you with your daughter. You're a good father. So. Oh, yeah. She's man. she's a great kid. Man, and I was telling you, your mindset completely changes when you have a little. Oh, dude. It's so I went from trying to be the next American hero. Right. Uh, getting lined up to do all these opportunities in the military. Right. And she's born. And right. All those ideas got flushed down the toilet. That's right. But like me, I didn't care about that stuff anymore. Right, right, I right. became all about this little girl I was holding in my arms. That's right. <clears throat> Everything, just like that. Yep. Your life goes in a different direction. It's so true, and man. It's it such just a beautiful everything. purpose. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. It is. It, it, you're exactly right. Yeah, you know, having kids is, um, there's just nothing else like it. Oh, there isn't. There isn't. Like, and yeah. I understand why my parents were the way they were. Yep. You just want the best for your little That's one. right. Like, yeah. you really don't care as much about yourself and care about their happiness. That's right. And I, uh, just, I can tell you so many stories of... Oh, yeah. I didn't care how cold I was or how hungry I was or uh, if I was super tired. Yeah. Like, she was happy and she was playing and yeah. having a good time. She was well-fed. She was warm. Right. And she was sleeping through the night. That's, that's right. All that <clears throat> that's all that matters. That all, yep. that's You'd all that sleep matters. in your van if you had to. Oh, To yeah. make that happen for oh, man. Yep. I totally relate to yeah, that. It's a, it's like a superpower. So like you, you just can handle so many things, yeah. Because you love this little one so much. That's right. And their happiness is just so much more important. Yeah, that's so true, man. Uh, the, yeah. The, yeah, no, it's so true. So it turned out good for you, and yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it did. I yeah, was it did. very blessed. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it turned out good for you. In the man. military, and I probably would have never. Yeah, got to see you her did well with the mom. Absolutely, yeah, I especially been on the East Coast, and barely got to see her. Yeah, and then and then just starting like how you did, you know, not having any really 
<clears throat> that much guidance in the beginning. Your your folks split up, and then you're just a <clears throat> you're trying to figure out relationships, and it's you got lust and beauty and all those things mixed in and lies, and then you're like, straight. oh man, you know, yeah, yeah it's hard. All that they seem on the outside. Yeah, and then you go to war, you know, and it's like that screws you up even more, and it's like oh, you're supposed to come back and be this family guy who's got his shit together, yeah, you know. It's yeah, just man. like, dude, how are you I, supposed to do that? That's some dark moments. Oh, you yeah. always miss the people. Oh yeah. They don't get to come home always. And they're yeah. going to be with you for the rest of your life. Yep. But you just wish maybe dad had joined the military sometimes. Yeah. You wish things had gone. Oh, so many scenarios play around in your head. Because yeah. it helps you deal with it. Okay. you look at it for what it is. Okay. And what happens in the end. Yeah. You go crazy. Yeah. It's not true. I've yeah. gone half crazy getting caught up with it right trying to make sense of it yeah yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, doesn't it's, make sense it will never make sense yeah the world doesn't make sense man this is a this is a this is a very screwed up place well we're oh, just grateful yeah, that we have god you know oh um, yeah i'm thankful i have god in my oh life gosh yeah me so many things oh i never needed materialistic things no but i did need guidance that's so right i needed we all do in a lot of ways yeah we all do man we all do and if you don't get it when you're young it's hard to it's hard to be able to to take on life and and make and be able to make real time decisions <clears throat> if if you have all this clouded distortion from your childhood and and growing up and not really knowing you're going to make bad decisions because you don't know any better mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's no way that you can just there's no way to judge that you just don't know any better mm-hmm. so well man beautifully said and katie's been texting me i keep feeling them. Yeah, go. Yeah, she said no. she's trying to make dinner, so I guess. I'm well, you better get over, dude. Yeah, she's cooking now. Heck yeah, well, that's a wonderful way to end the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have that's anything in closing? Person. You got any? You got any? You want to send well, a shout out to your fallen comrades or anybody like that? I mean, any families you want? You know, just close with. Um, <laughs> Specialist McCormick. Okay. Private first class Miller. Okay. Sergeant first class Alexander. Okay. And then first lieutenant Anderson. Okay. Yeah, and I would like to uh, take a minute and honor my brother, <clears throat> who is also a fallen soldier, uh, Jonathan Welch, and he was also in the army. He was a foot soldier, and he lost his life in a house bomb and a cell phone bomb in Iraq, actually in Afghanistan. So, uh, yeah. And <clears throat> mom, if you're listening to this, um, we would just like to take a minute and honor all the veterans all the soldiers from every country uh, and especially here in the united states who have given their lives so that we can sit out here on this deck yes beautiful day and drink you know (laughs) wonderful drinks and enjoy the sunshine and look at the beautiful trees because we're not having to kill people right now and there are people who are allowing us to do that so thank you to all you veterans and all of you active soldiers men and women alike and um Theo, thank you for your service, dude. Oh, thank you and thank you for what you've done for this country. And thank you for being my neighbor. You're a <laughs> wonderful you, guy, man. Thank you for so much for coming out here and talking yeah, to me and sharing your story. <clears throat> and um, yeah, you're welcome anytime on the Voice of the Pharaoh podcast, man. <laughs> anytime, okay? Thank so thank me. you, and hopefully we'll do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right. Okay, friends, the question is, and where we're going with all of this, what's going to be your legacy? What's going to be my legacy? Who are you going to choose to be? 
and what people are you going to leave behind and what are they going to do with what you taught them are they going to do good things or are they going to do bad things that's what we're trying to get at so it's a question for all of us come back next week we're going to temple texas way down south we're gonna have jason mitchell on the line you guys it's gonna be great Thank you for listening to the Voice of the Pharaoh podcast, and we'll keep a light on for you.